Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. We're live, we're live, dude. We are live, large and in charge. Dude, you start off today. Where were you last week? You were incognito, you were gone. You were off the face of the planet. I was definitely checked out. Alita and I were in Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee. I was working on my recording contract because I can't sing. I can't remember the words. I play no instruments. No, I was not there for a recording contract. Just be clear. Uh, we were there for NRB, which is National Religious Broadcasters. And uh, I know you were at the one last year, and this one was much bigger, much more people, a lot more activity. And the only thing that was missing was you. I know. I couldn't get it together this year. I mean, I would have loved to have gone to Nashville, Tennessee. I got a couple of friends that live out there. Um, you would have been there. Lita would have been there. Chris Bueno, who's a good friend of mine, would have been there. Don't know Chris, but I look forward to meeting Chris. Uh, Chris is a great dude. He's a good dude. And I haven't talked to him in a while. We need to get reconnected. And uh, so, Chris, if you're listening, give me a ring. Shoot me a text. Or maybe I can do that. Anyway. So you had a good week though, right? Was it, it was a good week out? Yeah, it was a great week. And we actually drove and we stopped in St. Louis. So what we've been doing, if it's under 12 hours, we've been driving just to, it's a lot easier. Uh, and typically you got to get, have a car where you're going. So we just drove, made it a trip, stopped and saw a great friend. She's like a sister to us in St. Louis and mm -hmm. uh, shout out to Cece and uh, <laughs> broke up the drive. And however, yesterday. We drove it straight through. Oh, goodness. So I'm dragging today. I literally could go take a nap. <laughs> I start yawning. Sometimes I do, though. I know I've been, I, I've been caught yawning on this show. <laughs> I'm really tired. It was a great week, though. A lot of great things to come. And, you know, a lot of people are like, man, we love your show. We really love Dan. Shut up. They do not. They're not saying no, that. No, they're like, we love Dan. What's Dan really like? I'm like, I don't I don't have enough time. All I know is he's the smartest man alive. And by the way, met with the Ziva team. Ziva. Here's whoop, whoop, whoop. I don't have my Zivas on because they're upstairs and they're really filthy. <clears throat> However, I wore them the whole way down and the whole way back. And you talk about great vision. As my good friend from the movie Trading Places says, I can see. I can see. Wow. Well, Ziva.com, we're still talking about him, forward slash end times chat. Yeah. You yeah. go there, 
You can yeah. use the promo code end times, all one word. Don't yeah. it's not two save words. Twenty bucks. Yes, yeah, save twenty dollars. Save twenty bucks. And, By the way, we look really bad to Ziva because they could see the traffic that goes to this domain right here, and there was only three. Well, we're gonna have to fix that. I have I have a few ways. I have a few ways. We can do it. We can do it. Hey, somebody's somebody looks like from uh, Russia. Hey, what's up? Oh yeah, they were on last week. Well, Omar, what's up, Omar? Whoop, whoop. Sure that's how you say it. But I think it's Oleg. <laughs> but it may be from Ukraine too, Russia or Ukraine. Not sure. Oh, yeah, this is not bad. My eyesight is like. Please let us know. Uh, where you are watching from right now in the chat, wherever you're watching from, tell us where you're watching from. We'd love to uh, know where you're from and pray for you. So here's what I want Elon Musk to hear me loud and clear. If he's ever going to make sure our broadcast goes through the Starlink system. I want everybody everywhere to be able to hear and see what we're talking about. By the way, I think I found another place for our show. Not going to talk about it right now. Endtimes.chat is expanding. It is ever expanding. And not only that, we are we are on Spotify and iTunes. You can listen to us in your car. If you miss a broadcast, all you got to do is tune in to iTunes and Spotify every single week. We're trying to get them up every week on the week now, the day after. And, um, and then you can do that. Or you can go to endtimes.chat. You can watch us in yeah. all of our previous episodes. Leftable.tv and... Maybe even YouTube. I don't know. I don't have anything to do with it. Don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. Are we? Are we not? We have uh, Irene joining us from Orangevale, Kevin from Roseville, and Zachariah from Nigeria. Welcome, Nigeria. Whoop, whoop. I'm glad you're able to watch with us and uh, let everybody else know that you're watching and get them on here so they can see it too. Hey, we got to get started on some end, we got some end times chat stuff. To talk I literally about. got nothing on the weather. I'm just saying, I got nothing. It's all on you, bro. All right. Take it away. Okay. Take it away. I'll take it. Teeing you up. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start off just by talking about a couple earthquakes that happened over the last weekend. So we had a 6.3 earthquake. Now, here's the thing. You're not going to see these in the news because the news, the mainstream media is focused on what's going on over in Russia and Ukraine, which I'm not saying it shouldn't be. I'm just saying everything else seems to go by the wayside. So there's a lot of things that are happening that we have to dig for. So. 6.3 earthquake hits Luzon Island in Philippines. If And there's a tsunami warning. That was posted late last night. So if you're in the Philippines, please let us know that you're watching. We're praying for you, and we believe God's going to be with you and protect you. Also, an, uh, this past Friday, another 6.7 earthquake hit near West Sumatra, Indonesia. There's a lot of above six earthquakes happening, GJ, because why? There's a lot of what going on? A lot of shaking. Going on, a lot of shaking going on, and who's shaking it? Who's shaking it? I mean, God. Oh, okay, I thought that was a trick question. <laughs> nope, I don't know. Nope, 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 not at all. Well, we got we got this coming up too. So now, most of you know we've talked about it on the show before that there are super volcanoes all over the world, right? So there are twenty known super volcanoes on Earth. And several of them are several. Well, one of them we know is in Yellowstone, which is a huge area. It's called a caldera. 
And it it is what it is is that it is a lava bubble that's below the surface and it continues to heat up the ground there. I'm not sure what the average is per year, but it continues to heat up the ground. And eventually, if that thing blows, it could take out literally two thirds of the United States as far as ash, Whoa. dust, and glass. Um, because when that stuff goes up in the air, all that ash comes down and dust, it actually turns into little minute pieces of glass. So if you breathe that in, it can be very dangerous. So I'm not an expert in volcanology, but I'm just going to say that that is something I've read and seen on some of the shows. Well, just recently, and this is why I pulled it up, there is another supervolcano that was discovered in a study was done. Do tell. Do tell. Yeah. Actually, underneath Massachusetts, Vermont, and New Hampshire. So the northeast of our country, <clears throat> the United States, a super volcano has been discovered. And uh, they also explained it as a like a bubble of lava and molten lava and rock underneath that area that they have uh, they did a study on. It was it was announced back in 2016. A study was done in 2018 release, and now they're starting to talk about it. So this is to me something that we should be paying attention to because now that would make, if that can be confirmed, that will be 21, two of which are underneath the United States. Uh, this one is actually being called the North Appalachian Anomaly. Would you like that? It's an anomaly for sure. <laughs> it's an anomaly. Well, on top of that, asteroid. Whoa. I was thinking about the asteroids today and I was like, we haven't heard much about it. Oh, but you have. Well, I'm shocked that you didn't have this one because usually I, pulling up sci-fi stuff. You know, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm a little out of it this week. Hey, you know what? So uh, I might just jump off and let it be the Dan Crystal no. chat show. No, 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 no. Okay. I might get on a horse and ride on out of here. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Hey, that's really good. <laughs> so, okay, here's here's what here's what happened. What had happened was that an asteroid impacts Earth. This is the title. Just two hours after it was discovered. <laughs> oh, but we got all this equipment. Oh, they were, they were bragging about it. We actually talked about it a couple weeks ago. Oh, but they missed the big asteroid. <laughs> oh, we didn't see it. I'm like, come on. Okay, so here's the deal. It wasn't very big, um, but still, yeah, they just still. still. They discovered it two hours later. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know this isn't this segment, but things that make you go, hmm. It definitely something that makes me go, hmm. Well, they discovered two hours later, it flashes through the sky and impacts Earth right around Iceland. So. Whoa. Oh, were they playing volleyball and that's how they, no they noticed it? Well, I mean, after it hit, they probably went and played volleyball next to it. That's what I'm thinking. Well. Okay. Yeah, the other thing is, love is Iceland. That, by the way, if you're from, if you're an Icelandic, we love you. <laughs> we haven't boosted the show there yet, but I'll wait till next week because we just have been making fun of Iceland. That's not good. Yeah. That's not good. We got to stop doing that. All right. Hey, they're bold. No, they're bold. That's all I'm hey. saying. They're bold. They got good. Christ. Are you bold for Christ, though? Mm, that's right. That's a great question. Mm. Mm. Well, uh, it, it actually burned up. Um, Right before on it. <laughs> I mean, man, come on. I mean, it, it did burn up. And I, I don't, for this next one, I don't actually have a, um, 
a screenshot or anything of, but it just caught my eye because there were three areas of droughts that were in the news recently in the last week. And they it was so it was so odd the places that they talked about. One was Portugal, which apparently sixty percent of Portugal is in a drought, a severe drought, and twenty three percent of Portugal, which is on the west side of Europe, of course, right next to Spain, is in a severe drought, like a very severe drought. And then I looked at other droughts that were being mentioned. One was West Texas, is in a severe drought. Missouri, the Missouri River system in North Dakota, it's in such a bad drought that the river, the Missouri River is going to become um, an issue for a lot of boat access and, uh, and getting things to that area with ships because of how low the water is. So just a massive amount of droughts going on all over the world. But those three just seemed very odd to me that, that they mentioned those. Well, it and then uh, Nebraska gets on that list because. It was warmer here than it was in Nashville. And when we drove back yesterday, the temperature kept getting warmer and warmer. And they had three or four inches of snow on Friday night. We got nothing. Oh, I'm going to talk about snow in just a minute because that's the last one. But oh I, my goodness. But I did happen to, there was a, a major news story that came out and just kind of slid in there, you know, in the middle of everything going on. And it said that 2.8 million, 2.8 million birds, mostly chickens and turkeys, have died in the first month of America's, quote, raging new bird flu pandemic, unquote. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. 2.8 million birds. Hold it. New Things that make you go. I know we're. I think everything on this one is going to be one of those. Hey, but, uh, I need a neck adjustment, so good. <laughs> <laughs> you can crack, do it real quick and crack your neck. <laughs> <laughs> For those that are on Spotify and iTunes, Dan is whipping his neck. I mean, actually, my neck feels tender. Just oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, here's the next one. Um, bomb cyclone. And I, it wasn't until recently that I've even heard those two words together. But a bomb cyclone is headed towards the northeast of the United States. This report was actually, what was it, last, uh, it was March 11th, so it was Friday. So what is happening is, is a late winter storm is combining with all this moisture and cold temperatures. And is expected to dump snow from the deep south all the way up to the Canadian border um, this past weekend, with more than 20 million Americans under a winter storm warning watch. So I'm not sure how much that has hit so far, but they're they're deep in it right now in that area. So I think what really caught my eye, GJ, was the two words bomb cyclone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, they how do they go together and there's something there. There's definitely unique. Any, I mean, even if the writer wasn't trying to put it together, it's like there's something being said there. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, that's all. That's all I got for Earth News. I don't really have much. <laughs> well, dude. Oh, by the way, I thought of you yesterday. So we're driving. We were in yeah. Missouri, by the way, uh, and uh, we crossed Missouri River a few times. 
on our way back and the Mississippi. And I saw this one field. It was like out in the middle of nowhere. And it was in this valley in Missouri. And I'd never seen that many birds. And obviously because, I, you know, they're migrating. So <clears throat> they weren't dying. Now, if you've been there, they might have because you're the master of finding the dead animals. But it was just so massive. And it was like the whole sky. I mean, it was like that movie, The Birds. Oh, man. They didn't attack us, though. Well, it's amazing to me to see how God's creation maneuvers. I mean, you can see how salmon, they go from the ocean and find their way back to their birthing spot. And then there's little salmon that are born, go all the way out to the ocean. They all come back. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable to me how that all works. And then birds going from Canada all the way down to Mexico, just migrating. God's creation is absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. But kind of moving on to wars and rumors of wars, most of you are probably thinking, oh, you're going to start off with Russia and Ukraine. No, we're not. No, we're going to start off right here. Boom. Whoa. Now, I have a... uh, you had you had a video. I'm going to show that one in just a minute, but I, I wanted to read this first because there's a a site called Israel 365 News, and so what they do, and, and it's mainly um, you know the, taken from the Jewish Bible or the Israel Bible, I should say, which is only the Old Testament, and they take the news and they put a verse of scripture and say, "Could this be?" And that's kind of what they do. So um, this past weekend. Iran claims that it shot 12 ballistic missiles at what it says, and I quote, secret Israeli facilities near a U.S. consulate complex in the, in the Iraqi city of Erbil. So, and here's the verse of scripture from Ezekiel 38 too. O mortal, turn your face toward Gog of the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshech and Tubal, prophesy against him. And um, if this is true, that there are secret Israeli facilities and Iran starting to bomb them that's a pretty major deal that's a pretty major deal so while you're going to talk about this for a minute because i'm going to pull up that video for you i think the video pretty much says it yeah yeah maybe maybe by the way by the way a couple things while you're talking while you're pulling that video up uh gog and magog we continue to talk about this and you know one thing being around all these people last week it's pretty, it's pretty amazing how many people are like, oh, my gosh, they're seeing all the signs. I mean, you know, more and more people are waking up to the signs. And like we point out every week, you know, some of these are signs. Some of these are precursors to a sign. <clears throat> and it's just everything is definitely elevating and people become more and more aware. And then on the drive back, you know how like there'll be billboards and or, you know, like we went by a bunch of churches, one church says, is this leading up to the end days? I'm like, yes, it is. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and then there were billboards like, "Are you ready?" I mean, there was it was like I should take a picture, but you know, the, a lot of one. I, the further south we went, the more billboards we saw about about Jesus and "Are you ready?" and and uh, I'm like, yes, I am. Yes, I am. So over to you, video man. Well, hey, this is the you're the one who posted this, so I want to make sure I that know, I don't know what that is. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. You weren't there. You're not taking this video. <laughs> no, I'm not taking it. This is not this is not you taking the video. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you happen to see that? Did you happen to see the the missile? Let me just replay that. 
Yep, there it is. Whoop, there it is. So, somebody obviously took this video, and uh, they're in the capital, or not the capital, but the city of Erbil in Iraq, and they captured the moment where one of those missiles struck. So, um, here's my question: How do they know to film that right there then? Well, it looked like there was already a fire there, so it's kind of see that right there, right before that. So it looks like their other missiles had already hit, in my, from what I'm seeing. Mm. They were able to capture that last one that came down, but well, the question is how many? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, man, um, this is a pretty big deal because we know that things are ramping up, right? You like you just said, GJ, ramping up towards the culmination of what will be the the Battle of Megiddo, or what we affectionately call Armageddon, uh, at the end of the tribulation. So, I mean, it's it's something to keep an eye on. So, actually. There is, there's something that you actually posted. Whoa, whoa. I must have been sleeping. Ah, you posted quite a few things, I think. Oh, my gosh. I'm here. Oh, here's for our new sponsors. <laughs> oh, we need more. We have room. Nope, that's not it. Oh, by the way, <laughs> that was an animal of some type or some insect. I saw one where these giant spiders, like the size of a of a hand, and they're supposed to be like coming out of the sky or something. I I didn't oh, like, I couldn't even understand it, and I'm like things that make you go hmm, and I'm like I'm not even going to talk about that. Although I just did. Yeah, well, actually, they say that they're. Um... They say they're going to parachute down from the north. Yes, yes. And I'm like, parachute from what? What is this, a military operation? I don't know. I'm parachuting mosquito or no, spiders? I'm like, come on. What's the next thing? I don't know. Yes. Uh, this is Here it is I'm right like, here. Hey, things to make you go, hmm. But I didn't even want to bring that one up. So, Well, it took me a while to find this. But this is the one you posted just a little while ago. Hey, I'm just going to read it. I'm just going to read Putin could unleash biological weapon from seized Ukraine lab experts fear. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that caught my eye on this. They're saying that there are no biological weapons or labs in Ukraine. And now they're saying Putin could unleash, which means they're actually saying that the bio labs exist. Yeah. Hint, hint, clue, clue. There's your sign. So do they or don't they? I believe they do. I believe they do too, because somebody's trying to get it out. Somebody's trying to bury it. Uh, it just, this is why we have to be very careful, right? You got to watch out for deception. We got to pray that God's with us, that we are discerning what's going on, discerning the spirit of God and what's happening, right? I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. And that, that was from the mirror, uh, which is a publication out of the UK. Yeah. World news. Here, here's a crazy thing. Here's a crazy thing. People ask me, well, where do you find your stuff? I'm like, well, you have to dig. And I, what's crazy is when you start digging, you find it everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Um, something like this, because this is the last thing that oh. I want to mention. Uh-oh, here it comes. So last week, I believe this is on Friday, there was uh, this particular mm -hmm. video. And it was a live feed that came through from the UN 
And it's just simply called Threats to International Peace and Security. So what they did, and you can actually now see this video uh, in its entirety, and I can post a link actually up in, uh, in the chat, but you can actually go to this link and watch this whole, if you have the time, hour and 51 minutes of the UN. And in this video, you're going to see that there's a, a representative from, from Russia that's going to speak and talk about these, these other labs that are going on. You're going to have all these other people speak from all over the world. But here's what caught my eye about this, is that there, there will be a unification of the world at one point. Because that's what we've been talking about in the end times. So we know that there will be an antichrist that comes on the scene and uh, three and a half years of supposed peace and then three and a half years of complete destruction, uh, especially when the judgment of God begins to take place uh, during that three and a half years. Well, with this kind of a meeting that happens, it was a called meeting. It was actually closed to the live feed and then you could they posted it later. So I thought that was pretty interesting to pop out there because this is happening now. This is not years ago. This is not something that was that's being planned in the future. This happened last Friday. Last Friday. I can't even right now. Moving on. <laughs> okay. So hey, hey, that I mean, is right, right, right before our eyes. Right before our eyes. <clears throat> um, I think I'm gonna talk about. Okay, yeah, let me talk about this other one first since I have it up on, on the screen here. But so here's something that I was I just saw the other day, or just, just today, excuse me. India's National Stock Exchange is planning to set up new domestic spot gold exchanges to bring more efficiency and transparency to bullion pricing. So it's gold bullion, right? So this is another country that has said, we are going to move towards the gold backing and not the U.S. dollar. So everyone is, over the years has said, well, hey, the United States dollar is the world's backing system. And that's because we moved off the dollar here in the United States back in the mid-1970s and onto the labor force. So it's actually the U.S. dollar is backed on the, on the U.S. labor force. And then uh, we've talked about this months and months and months ago. And then, um, then now if they switch to the gold as the backing, then they don't have, no longer have a need for the U.S. dollar to back it. Well, gold is the universal, universal currency. I mean, we may think that it's going to be like the U.N. or when I say U.N., I mean the, the Y-U-E-N, which is the Chinese dollar, or the, probably not the uh, ruple, not the Riai, which is from Russia and there's one from Brazil, but it's going to be gold, in my opinion. So. If there's another country that's moving their stock exchange, moving towards gold as a backing, it's just another uh, way of saying we're moving towards a one world system, to, in my opinion. So here's the fun thing about this. So, you know, for those of us who are Christians that go to heaven, GJ, you ready for this? The streets are paved with gold. Just saying. Mm. Just saying. Streets are paved with gold. And here we're actually backing all of our currency eventually with gold. Right. Well, one of the things that have, it's been also been in the news is about the fiat, you know, the fiat dollar, which the fiat dollar is like U.S. dollar. There's there's nothing backing it other than our labor, which and, and the way that worked up until uh, I think while Obama was in president, we our labor paid enough for the interest 
back to the Federal Reserve. And then at one that's during that time, it got to the point where our labor did not generate enough to pay the interest on the trillions of dollar of the fiat dollar. Fiat. Fiat. I just like saying that word. Yeah. So um so anyway, so a lot of countries are actually bankrupt because that there's no it's not there's not enough to back it. Yep. And speaking of, by the way, if you haven't noticed, we've moved up to leading up to the tribulation. That's why we're talking about the gold backing. But here in the United States, just to let you know what's going on, and I'm sure this is happening around the world, but the Consumer Price Index came out with their report. Consumer Price Index, what it does is it monitors the price of, of goods and exchange, exchangeables and commodities and everything that we buy and sell in this country. Used cars have gone up in the last year. 41.2%. Oh, dude, that, that's very pain, painful because I got to buy our daughter a new car. And uh, so basically, I'm buying a car and a half. Pretty much. And it's going to be used. Yeah. Yeah. It's painful. Man. Unless you want to just hand over your car. Uh, no. It's got good gas mileage. <laughs> I don't own that car. I don't own a car like that. I have no idea what you're talking about. Do you? You're sworn to secrecy. You're sworn to secrecy. I do you. (laughs) (laughs) Gasoline has gone up 38%. And actually, this is is from yesterday, so it's already old news. It's probably even higher than that now. Gasoline now in this country is the highest average in 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 all of our history. Ever. 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 There's your sign. Oh, by the way, typically when you drive south in the United States, gas prices get cheaper. Gas prices were getting more expensive. By the way, I paid almost $5 a gallon, and it was a dollar more than what it was by the time I got home. And ours is usually more expensive here in Lincoln, Nebraska, thanks to the uh, – excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. We're more expensive. Right out, we're cheaper. So come to Nebraska. Use our gas. (laughs) I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fill up over there because over here it's nearing six dollars and fifty cents a gallon. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Good thing you're not driving anywhere because you're walking. Well, right now I am. That's no. That's a whole other story. I gotta tell you later. We'll we'll talk offline. We anyway, will never, we will never tell that story. Uh, well, meat, fish, and eggs are up thirteen percent. New cars are only up twelve point four percent. So, GJ you might want to try to get her a new car as opposed to a used car. Electricity. Get my a new car for me. There you go. And then give her yours. Yeah, uh, electricity is up 9%. Food at home is up 9%. Overall, consumer price index is up 8%. And then, was it shelter is up 4.7%. I guess that's anything that any house or any kind of apartment. So it's like yeah. there's this increase that's happening of pricing. And we're going to get to that when we talk about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Oh, what are you talking about, horsemen? Uh, nothing yet. Nothing yet. I don't want to go there yet. You know what I'm saying? Just because I said I was going to ride on out of here. <laughs> so we <laughs> are you all four horsemen of the apocalypse? Could be. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be gone. I'll be gone. I'll be. Well, I'll be out of here. I my I'll plan be is here. I'll be in heaven. Well, you posted you some. Was that? 
Well, I know you are. I'm basically saying, are you? Who's ever watching? Yes, oh. I just yes, I just pointed. My mom is going to say, quit pointing. It's not nice. <laughs> well, you know what they say? If you point at someone, there are three fingers pointing right back at you. I don't know how you've got three. I, it's always been four because there's five. Oh, but you're missing a finger, so that's got it. No, because your thumb points forward when you're actually pointing. And you can try to make it point back at you. That's a little that's a little hard to do, but you know. <laughs> All right. Back to your killer bugs. This is you, man. Or was oh, it me? It was, the skeeters are yours. The skeeters are mine. <laughs> I might have posted that. I've seen that one, but I don't think I posted it. I think that's yours. Okay. Well you, they, you like you like the animals anyway. I do. So genetically modified mosquitoes. Can I'm you say that one more time? Genetically modified mosquitoes. Can you say that one more time? Genetically modified mosquitoes mm. are mm. said to be. And this is what bugs me. Are bugs me? Intended. <laughs> no, oh yeah. Uh, are said to be released. <laughs> I didn't even try for that one. I didn't even try. It. I know that's a, that's that was natural. <laughs> They're said to be released. <laughs> all right <laughs> all right here we go one more time genetically modified mosquitoes are said to be released in california and florida now here's the reason why they're planning on doing it they're saying oh in an effort to reduce the number of real disease carrying invasive mosquitoes yeah think about it think about it genetically modified mosquitoes are they really going to do something good I know they're basically saying they're going to mate with these non the, the, the normal ones and get rid of them. But are they? Okay, but here's the deal. It's like, are these genetically modified mosquitoes going to eat the other mosquitoes? Well, I think they're designed to mate with the, the other ones. Here's the thing. Are they, what about the genetic? Are they going to bite us like the uh, other ones? It's, I'm just saying. Well, I, oh, I'm just saying. I just see a disaster waiting to happen. And uh, by the way, you live in California. So you keep asking me to come out. I may just stay here. Well, I, I wouldn't blame you for this. I wouldn't blame you. Thank you. Thank you. This is definitely something that makes me go. <laughs> by the way, uh, <laughs> do you have mosquito nets now? Because I'm not coming unless you have mosquito nets. Uh, don't worry. I have a I have a screened in California room. The house is locked up tight. You're gonna be good to go. You'll be safe. Mm. You'll be safe. You will. Don't lie. Yes. Okay. All right. Here you go. This is all you. Whoa. Okay. I'm not gonna say what this is, other than that's the Pope. There's a family. It looks like from the probably the 50s or the 60s. If you're going to show what the guy's hand holding and then look at the necklace and look at the Pope's necklace. That's all I'm going to say. So I'm going to say the symbolism. Look at the symbolism. Why would you wear that? That is symbolism. So you're going back all the way to the 50s or 60s. And then I don't know how, how, how long ago this photo was of the Pope. When I saw that, I just saw a demonic, demonic 
That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to well, say. First of well, all, that's all I'm going to say. I, I, I don't want to say more because if I say more, people are going to be upset. Hey, we're just here presenting the signs. There's a, sign. There's a sign right there. There's a sign. Yeah, I could probably say a little bit more too, but I think I'll I'll leave it. Um, just in time chat. In times that chat. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. Next week. We will be on in times that chat if we don't show up next week on Facebook. Yeah, that's where you can find us. We'll still film it and we'll still put it out there. Well, I have one more uh things to make you go. And let's go back and, to this. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, that's me, by the way. It is you, and I'm I'm gonna make sure that I blow it up for you so you can see a little bit better. Okay, good. I can't read it. So Switzerland, <laughs> hunker down, <laughs> bunker down. Switzerland has enough underground, which can withstand nuclear blasts for nine million people underground in Switzerland. Well, they have a lot of mountains out there. They do that. They call the Swiss Alps, by the way. I flew over them. Saw them. That is impressive. My question is, what else is down there? And what other countries have that? There's a lot of countries that um, these types of things have been exploited in the last year. Wow. Well, so check they, this So they got Nine million people live there. And for those of you on Spotify and iTunes, you can't see this, but there's a picture of a fallout shelter underneath an apartment building. And each unit in that apartment building is assigned to residents to stockpile, which means prepare and put things down there for in the event of a nuclear a fallout event. But most of them currently are filled with sporting equipment and wine. <laughs> they want to play volleyball or a sporting event next to an earthquake, volcanic activity, or when the four horsemen come. Great segue, CGJ. I almost called you CJ. Great segue, GJ. Segue, GJ. Segue, C. Yeah, you know what I meant. Yeah, the end times that chat with GJ and Dan. So now, <laughs> CJ and Dan, so what are you saying? I'm, 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 gone, I'm gone a week, although we didn't do a show last week. Oh, I dropped the little thing off your teeth. Oh my gosh! I, are you saying trying to tell me something? No, not at all. As a matter of fact, it's all you at this point. I'll just start off by this. Okay, there is something to be said for the Book of Revelation now, and and GJ is going to touch on this. He's going to go through his thoughts about the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, and I know that actually some people have been asking us about this. At least I know they've been asking me personally, saying, hey, you're going to talk about this. You're going to have. And um, so I'm glad that actually GJ sent this over to me and said, hey, let's just put this up there and I'm going to let him uh, work work through it. But uh, all the things we've been talking about and all the things that uh, are going on in the world and marching up towards the end times and the signs of the times, they can be very overwhelming. And I know that for myself and even my wife sometimes, we can take it, take kind of take on the emotion of it and get to that point where we feel overwhelmed by everything going on. The answer to that is to focus. Focus your attention on 
things that are true, honorable, pure, lovely, and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. That's what Philippians 4, 8 says. And that, my friends, is Jesus himself. Jesus is the true. He is honorable. He is pure. He is lovely. He is admirable. He is excellent, and he is worthy of praise. So when Philippians 4, 8 actually comes into play is that when all these crazy things going on around you, when all the uh, persecution is happening, when all the um, war and rumors of wars and leading up to the tribulation and all the things happening in this world that are taking us towards the end, we need to fix and focus our thoughts on Jesus. And the reason is because there is some major judgment coming. GJ, four horsemen. All right. So in talking with everybody last week in down in Nashville and, you know, talking about end times and what's happening and, you know, some of the things we, we, we've already talked about already on the show today and even in the past people are bringing it up and then a good friend of ours who we've never met <laughs> or maybe you've met i've never met him uh jimmy evans oh, you yeah. know he, he's got great stuff and uh he's he's like like us we started studying you know things about the you know revelation and end times you know, in our teenage years. And uh, he was, uh, I think, 19 when he accepted Christ. So from that point, he started studying it. And it's, uh, I find it ironic. Sometimes we post stuff, and I, I'm not saying that he follows us. However, a lot of the people I do follow, we're all on the same page, even though we don't talk. And I don't know him personally. I just love his stuff. Uh, Dr. Jeremiah puts out some great stuff as well. And, um, you know, I go and check, see what they're putting out, just to see, are we on point and what are they seeing? And it's amazing how we're all seeing, seeing the same, the, through the same filter, is it would be a safe way to say. <clears throat> and then I also had a conversation with people, uh, some friends the other night, and I'm like, I said, things had to line up, especially from a technological standpoint, all across the globe, in order for you know everything to be ushered in and and technology technology wise we continue to talk about it it can actually i mean the antichrist can come in and take over and they could implement everything very quickly and you know first three and a half years as dan said is is more peaceful although i believe there's going to be craziness and fallout because once jesus comes and raptures out those that have given their life to him uh, they're gone. And think about all the craziness that's going to happen from that, from the fear. We talk about that as well every week uh, about something, you know, and now aliens are you know, in the news and you know, all these different things are more and more are being put out because they want to justify it. And they can utilize that primary for the people that are left, the people that are remaining. And so uh, in, in the book of Revelation, it talks about the four horsemen. And there's four seals, and he talks about four seals, and they talk about each horse or horseman, and each each horse has a different color. And uh, in the Bible, whoop, come on, come on, oh, Papa, Papa Reynolds. And by the way, he talks about the seals are broken, so they're broken open, and it tells what they are. And uh, in his uh, in his note taking, <laughs> there's a lot of red. <laughs> Uh, so, and a lot of notes up, um, and it says the, the seal people on earth, <clears throat> we are protected. So the people on earth that are remaining, 
um, are going to see this. So based on our interpretation is that these things happen after Jesus has taken the church or the body of Christ, which are the believers in Jesus. So you can go to Revelation 6, uh, chapter 6 is where this comes out of. And, I'm, you know, just due to time, <laughs> we're just going to, you know, cover this really fast. And so there's the four horses. There's the white, the white horse. There's the, that's the first one. And it appears that, oh, this beautiful, a rider on this white horse. And it appears like, oh my gosh. And the thing about it is it's actually evil and sinister. Um, and then um, there's the red, the red, the red horse and the power was given to him. This is uh, verse four of chapter six. And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth. So he starts to take the peace from, and that they shall kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. <clears throat> so then, then the third one is, and when he verse five, and when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, "Come and see." And I beheld, and lo, a black horse, and that he sat on him and had a pair of balances in his hand. And so famine, great famine is going to happen. So each one of these certain things are going to happen. And then uh, verse six, and I heard a voice and in the midst of the four beasts say, a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny. And see thou hurt not the oil and the, the vine or the wine. And it goes on in verse eight. And I looked and behold a pale horse, which is the fourth horse, and his name that sat on him was death, and hell followed with him. So we're saying all these things because bad things are going to happen, and it's going to happen, you know, in waves. And and uh, this was the interpretation in Revelation. And Dan, I know you've studied this, and you can probably articulate it. And then I can give you four points that we see that everybody watching or everybody listening should pay attention to. Well, yeah, the white horse. All right, thumbs up. Next, next topic. All right, there we go. Oh, thank, thank, you, <laughs> thank you for sharing that that depth. All right, here we go. Go, it's all you then. Just kidding, just kidding. Okay, all right. So the white horse uh, in the scripture it says that uh, when John the Revelator saw the white horse, he saw someone sitting on him that had a bow, and a crown was given to him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer so that means that he was able to win many different battles uh and then the red horse was the power was given to the red horse to take peace from the earth that people would kill one another and there was given to him a great sword so uh, i i find it very interesting that it goes from the uh conquering to conquer to the red horse that was gonna mix people up and uh and just create this violence on the earth and then because of all that, that black horse that comes onto the scene is given the, the ability to raise all the prices because of famine, because of loss of whatever, raise all the prices of everything. And it says a loaf of, we've actually quoted this many times, a loaf of wheat bread or three loaves of barley will cost a day's pay and don't waste the olive oil and wine. So I would love to, the next couple of weeks, do a little bit of a study. I'm with my wife and we're actually looking at this to see what the current costs and the previous cost of wine and bread and barley were a year or two ago and what they are now, just to kind of see where we are. But right now, everything's rising, right? Because of the wars that are going on. 
and the people that are killing one another. So it, certainly you could take a look at the white, red, and black horse and say, well, isn't that happening right now? I don't think so, because like GJ said, it's that this stuff is going to happen after the believers have been taken to heaven uh, by Jesus himself through the rapture. And, uh, but then the fourth horse is really interesting to me. It's a pale green horse. I mean, I could, I could see a white horse, a red horse, a black horse, but a pale green horse. And on the, on the top of this horse, his rider was named Death. And he had a companion. His name was the Grave. And these two were given authority over one-fourth of the earth to kill with the sword, famine, disease, and wild animals. So these are the, just the first of, of the seven seals that are talked about in Revelation, and they get worse and worse even after this. So uh, with that being said, it's like, what do we do? What, how do we respond? What are we supposed to do, GJ? And you said there were four things. So tell us what they are. Well, thanks for teeing it up for me. Uh, I want to go back and button down one thing. So, I, you know, the white horse and there's peace. So think about all the craziness that happens. So Jesus takes, let's say, a billion people and they vanish. Well, there's a lot of crazy things that are going to happen from that. And I believe there's going to be tsunamis and earthquakes. I believe there's going to be some definitely shaking going on. But just the sheer power. It's going to happen in an inkling of an eye. And even if it's very somber, thinking about all the people that were actually doing something or driving something or flying something, and all of a sudden nobody's flying or driving, there's going to be chaos there. So, <clears throat> so then there's the group of people left. You can see, hey, let's round them up. Let's, let's, let's protect each other. And I can see how it appears to be peaceful. And he takes over and it looks like, hey, everything's good. So there's that deception even though people are hungry for it because it's like, oh my gosh, look at all what happened. So I can see how the white horse appears to be peaceful. And then all of a sudden the red horse appears and that's when the peace is taken. And now it's like the full court press is put on everybody. And that's, so I, I, I feel like that, that first one is going to be very subtle and hey, and everybody's going to welcome it. So what do we do? What do we do? Well, number one, is wake up. I mean, that's why we do this, is to wake everybody up, to show what's happening, and it's happening. I mean, right now we're talking about prices, and I just experienced, I spent more for gas per, per, you know, per gallon than ever before, and it was getting more and more expensive as we were going. It was like it was almost changing as we're going from city to city. So we're seeing it right before our eyes, and that's nothing. Well, what, what I believe, and we use the word precursor, the precursor to what is to come. We're seeing it. And we're all hoping that, hey, some somebody or something or, you know, body or government can get all this under control. But that's not happening. It's getting worse. And this is on a global scale. And so we're seeing it. So wake up. So let us not sleep as others do. Second Thessalonians 5, 6. Let us not sleep as others do. So wake up. I mean, now's the time to wake up. Now's the time to pay attention. And now's the time to, you know, how are you going to spend eternity? Are you going to spend it in hell or are you going to spend it in heaven? And if you spend it in heaven, you will have to be with the smartest man alive. And that's Dan Crystal. I just get to ride along. Boop, boop. Number two is sober up. Let us, let us who are of the day be sober. Second Thessalonians. Again. So sober up. And that's, again, being patient, being of sound mind. 
right now there's more, more anxiety, more fear, more worry, more stress than ever before. And how do I know? I mean, you go to our website, but well, those terms are searched more so than any other term. And I'm like, that's pretty, that's pretty crazy. And we're seeing it. And, and rightfully so, we understand that. So sober up, what are you doing to be of sound mind? And some people take, you know, drugs or alcohol and to, to, to numb the pain or numb the fear. And I'm like, lean into it. You know, I personally have been sober for almost 28 years. Later this month, be 28 years, uh, the 26th of this month, which is hard to believe. And it's, it's like, hey, it would be easy to, to numb a lot of the stuff that I've dealt with in the last 28 years. So be sober and be of sound mind. And then the next one is suit up. So part of why we do the show is, hey, bring the signs. Some are maybe a real sign, maybe a sign to a sign. And some of them I know are right on <laughs> a sign. And, and, and just look at like the, 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 the uh, look to the skies and the asteroid. And then how come they don't see it? And then all of a sudden, oh, there it is. Whoop, there it is. And then it's gone. Yeah, and then it's gone. I mean, God is doing stuff to shake people up, to wake them up. And to, for us to start paying attention, and now's the time not to go to sleep. And then the next one, number three, is suit up, putting the, the breastplate of faith and love as a helmet, the hope of salvation, which is, again, Second Thessalonians. So I'd read Second Thessalonians. Uh, there's a lot of great information in there. So suit way, up. Actually, First Thessalonians, just as a correction. There's no Second Thessalonians 5, unfortunately. Thank you for that correction. I didn't write this. I'm just reading it. I'm just a reporter. No, no, I know that. I wasn't trying to say it for you. I just noticed that in the PDF that we were looking at. So, thank you. No, you're. That's why you're the smartest man alive. Or I just Wake like the point. Sober up and suit up. Wake up, sober up and suit up. Wake up, sober up and suit up. I like to say. I like the the alliteration thing. We, we got to I just have to say this. Okay, so. You didn't write this, I know. Another guy named Jimmy Evans, good guy. Uh, love him. But he missed an opportunity for alliteration here. He should have said, snap up, sober up, and suit up. Now you're like, snap awake. You're like, boom, all right, I'm up, I'm up. Then you sober up, and then you suit up. Snap up, sober up, suit up. But I like wake up, too. So the verse of Scripture that you were talking about, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 6, in the uh, snap up or wake up, be on your guard, mm. not like the others. Stay alert and be clear-headed. Clear-headed. Yeah. One, of, one of the things that I like to say about yeah, what Dan. I want to Yeah, Dan. What's that? I said, yeah, Dan. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to do my best. Stop making mistakes. I wish. So, but to be clear-headed, stay, stay awake, stay alert, is really, really important that we Look to the Lord, look to the scriptures to help us be on guard. The scriptures are there for us as a, an avenue to see what is coming in the future. We might not know exactly what it looks like. We may not know exactly what to look for, but we can be alert like a watchman or a watchwoman on a watchtower that are looking out in the distance to see what's coming. We know what's coming. We absolutely know what's coming. So we need to stay alert. And then we need to, as, as you said, G.J., sober up, First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 8, but let us who live in the light be, again, clear-headed, protected by the armor of faith and love. And then when we suit up, as you already mentioned, again, 
where in first Thessalonians five, eight, uh, the second part of that verse wearing as our helmet, the confidence of our salvation. JJ, how can we be confident of our salvation? Well, I mean, we joke around and, and some, some people would say, Hey, you're confident in, in, in doing the show. You know, they say it about you and I more so you than me. Um, I just, I just look good. You get to be the smart guy and the, the main dude. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's no, not true, really. everybody. No, it is true. It is true. So I've got the mic, so let me have the mic. All right. All right, here we go. I'll mute myself. I'm not dropping the mic on you. We, so we, we are confident, we're obedient, and we're joyful. And believe me, Dan and I deal with a lot of crazy stuff that we don't talk about on the show and um, in our, our personal life. I mean, it, when, when you're, when you're <clears throat> right now, we are in a, you know, a, this isn't a playground. It's a battleground as Warren um, uh, Wearsby had said, he's a Bible teacher. Um, life is not a playground. It is a battleground. And that's what we're faced with. So how do we have joy? How do we have uh, courage in this is because we're actually doing those three things. You know, we're we're <laughs> snapping up and waking up. We've been awake. We're sobering up. We're staying sober. And we're suiting up, and we're putting on the armor of God. And and because of that, we're able to have joy through this. And yeah, it's scary and it's it's freaky sometimes. But one thing I know is G every day is Jesus getting closer. So that's how you find peace is in Jesus. I did a podcast on Saturday, and I thought I was. You know, I was chasing all the idolatry of what the world says is successful, money, stuff, and all the different things. And, you know, that creates its own set of problems. And uh, so to me, the only way you can find it is in Jesus. And that's one of the things that me and Dan continually lean into it. And are you, are you praying every day? Are you reading the word, which we do? And and then we're around the you know right, the right people people that are lifting us up people that are cheer, cheering us wildly as my wife would say people that are cheering you wildly and giving it to Jesus because Jesus will give it to you and if things still suck in heaven it doesn't so right now it's temporary and believe me when you're as old as Dan life goes by fast so <laughs> I'm gonna give it back to Dan. <laughs> that you can find out if you don't know if you don't have a personal relation with Jesus, he's going to tell you. He's going to tell you and pray with you right now. And if you already have a relationship, but you're not really in relationship, because I went there. I did the walkabout for a while. I was like the Paul Hogan. You know, I was Crocodile Dundee. I did a walkabout, and I, you know, I, I, I strayed away from God. I strayed away from Jesus. Um, but God definitely had His hand on my life, and I see that. And looking back. And you can have that right now and this day forward. Over to you. You know, I was, I was driving in a, a car with two other guys that I didn't yeah, know. I don't know what kind of car you're driving. So let's, let's not yeah, go there. Exactly. Anyway, I, was, I wasn't the one driving. But um, I was going from one place to the next. And there was another gentleman in the car, another guy I was driving. And we were talking about the things that are going on in the last year, two years. And we were just commenting on what's been happening. And then one of the gentlemen that gets out of the car first, because he was dropped off first, he just turned around right before he got out and he said, just remember both of you put your trust in God. And I thought, man, what an incredible, I mean, I didn't know who I was talking to. I didn't even know him. He gets out and he says that, and this is what I want to tell you today. 
all the things that are going on around you, you can have peace if you put your trust and your hope in God. Not in, not in a man or a woman, not in a country, not in a government, not in your pastor even, or a spiritual leader, but you put your hope and your trust in Jesus. And you can do that today. And all you need to do to make that decision and, and to accept Jesus is to accept that he's the son of God, believe in your heart that he is who he says he is, and that he came and died on the, on the cross and rose again for you, and confess with your mouth that you need him and confess with your heart that you need him and receive him into your life and say, Jesus, forgive me and be with me and live with me and make me strong. Give me courage to live out the rest of my days for you. So we're going to say that. We're going to pray that prayer right now. If that's you, I want you to pray with us. Dear Jesus, we love you. We are so thankful that today we have an opportunity to lead people to you. So Lord, if you're, if those that are out there right now will pray this prayer, I accept that I am a sinner, that you, Jesus, are the son of God, that you came to this earth, died on the cross, rose again, because that's key, and now is with your Father in heaven. Lord, we accept your forgiveness. We believe in you. We believe you are the Son of God. Now come and take away my sin. Come and live in my heart. Give me courage. Give me strength to live out the rest of my days for you and the boldness to speak out the truth in the face of danger. So Lord, we pray for that, Lord, for everyone today. We are thankful that everyone who's prayed this prayer has become a new person in you. Lord, give them the strength and uh, let them be able to find themselves either in a place where they're able to study the Word of God <clears throat> or a place where they're, being, where they're being taught the Word of God. But Lord, give them strength in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. As Papa, as Papa would say. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, everybody, uh, stay safe. Don't forget, you need to make sure you pray, you prepare, you protect, you proclaim, you persist, you persevere. Then you pray again. And then everybody you, know about it. And you uh, wake up, suit up, sober up and suit up. Suit up. God bless you guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.